Father, I thank you for this word, God. Father, I thank you for the spirit of truth. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak through us, to us, and, and, and let, let us eat your word today, God. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you said your words are life, and you are the bread of life. And you said, all that that eat your word shall live and never die. Father, we thank you that your word makes us clean. Your word renews our mind. Your word changes us and makes us into your image, God. It's the power of your word that does all these things, Father. We just thank you for the mighty name of Jesus. Today's word is called, Eat the Book. John 1, 1 1-17. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Everybody say, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So how could God be a Word? The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, his name was John. The same bear witness of the witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That is the true light, which shineth every man, and cometh into the world. But now we are lights, if Christ is in us. Amen. He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received Him, that's us, if you received Him today, He gave us power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And when we're born again, we're born of God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we behold His glory, and the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness to Him and cried, saying, This was whom I spoke, cometh after preferred before me, that I'm in all the fullness we have received grace for grace, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth by Jesus Christ. Now let's go way back to Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden east of Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that was pleasant in His sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Jump to 16. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. So there's these two trees... One was the tree of life, but then there was all these other trees in the garden to eat for food from God. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord said, 
It is not good that man should be alone, and he made him help me. So he said, if you eat, the day that you eat of this tree, it says, as soon as you eat this tree, I don't know if he, he already knew they were going to eat the tree because God knows everything that's going to happen. And he didn't, if he wanted us never to eat the tree, he wouldn't have put the tree in the garden. So it was his plan from the beginning because he made the garden and he put the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, knowing that this was going to, the first act of obedience was going to be able to uh, manifest Christ in the earth. That would be the tree of life that we could all choose again to follow him in a right way, but in grace and truth. And out of the, and, and let's go to 22. And, and the rib which the Lord gave had taken from man, and he made him woman, and brought it unto man. And Adam said, This is bone upon my bone, and flesh upon my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother, and cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one. And they were both naked, and the man and his wife were not ashamed, because they were eating from the tree of life, and everything was pure. The eyes were pure, the heart was pure, the motives were pure, God was pure, everything was just perfect. Now the serpent, Genesis 3, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast in the field, than the Lord God made, God had made. And he said unto the woman, You, had God said, has God said, You shall not eat every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree, which is in the middle of the garden, God said, "It shall we shall not eat it, neither shall we touch it, lest we die. So God, now we're still in the world. And God's still saying, touch not, taste not, but we're not under the law, we're under grace. So if we do things, we run to Him. Back then, He said that, and we're not to do it. But He knew they would, and He knew He put, and another thing, He put the serpent, which was a representative of the enemy and Satan in the garden too. Also, not a real fair fair game, right? So God had a plan. And his plan was to, after he had already he cast down Satan way before he... Uh, Satan was cast from whatever, but he was already there. And he put man there in the garden. So God didn't make a place apart from the enemy. He put him there. And because he... In the end, man is going to say, and just like us today, either we choose Jesus or we choose the world, right? It's basically the same thing. We choose to eat from that. But the, you're gonna, I'm going to show you something that's very interesting, but this isn't even what my message is really about. It's about what we eat. The woman saw that the tree... Okay, for, um, let me go. And the serpent said on, but the, the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. Who is he? He's the father of lies. For God does... See, she didn't die in the flesh. He actually fed the flesh. He strengthened the flesh, but she died in the spirit. That connection, that purity, that thing that made them alive, that thing that they would have never died was cut off. God was still there, but their connection. And that's why when we do things that are out of God's will or that we lose our connection with Him, doesn't mean He doesn't love us, but we lose that divine connection, but we have grace that we can connect back with God anytime. We, it's a great thing because that is what consecrates the covenant in our relationship with Him. So the things we do don't get us to God. It's our heart attitude that keep us with Him because we don't want to be apart from Him, so we don't want to eat anything. So what we eat has to be Jesus. If we start eating other things, other things start to happen. One thing we eat is life. The other thing is the world. 
And the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. See the temptation. Satan even comes today with temptation. And the tree to be desired to make one wise. Men do it now. They crave knowledge. They want to know everything. They want to know science is, 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 is a God. You got the seven uh, things of the mountains which man and Satan rules and reigns. Well, you know, knowledge and all that is what man makes man prideful. And they get degrees and they want to know more. And who is the, who is the wisest man in the world? Who is the most knowledgeable? And they get their name known and that's the spirit of man and spirit of idolatry and becoming great in our own eyes and our own mind and our knowledge puffs us up and we become our own gods and that's what's going on in the world and they're substituting into new age things that have come from uh, the Holy Spirit but they're really from Satan. So nothing new is under the sun so what was in the beginning is going to be in the end but the thing is Jesus becomes the tree of life. Jesus becomes the living bread. Jesus has the the rivers of living water. Jesus is what we drink. Jesus is what we eat and if we eat from another that's when things start to happen. That's when confusion comes. That's when winds of doctrine get us confused. But if we just eat the bread of life we'll be satisfied. But the thing is, we're always looking to eat something else because Satan makes us think that we, we need it. Our flesh desires it. But in that, God says we doesn't need it. All we need is Him. But that's where life comes in. That's where the testing and the trying of our faith work patience in that we become the sons of God. The more we deny to eat from the tree that brings us death or, or things or doctrines of devils or uh, doctrines of man or philosophies or things that don't bring us life. But Jesus said the only thing that will give us life is Him. So our focus must be on Him. What we eat, we must eat of Him. He said, The woman saw that the tree was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes and make one wise and the fruit thereof she did eat. And she gave also to her husband, and he did eat. And their both eyes were open, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves and made themselves aprons. So they tried to cover themselves. They were covered by God. Now they're trying to cover themselves in their own way. But they now they had knowledge of nakedness. They had knowledge of being embarrassed. They were so free until they disobey God. Even in church today, under grace, we're so free until we start to eat those things and then we start to think wrong, we start to feel wrong. We're still eating things, but if you eat the right things, you'll feel the right way. You eat the bad things, you'll start feeling the other way. We still eat all the time. People eat, if you eat all day, all week reality TV, you're just going to feel empty, lost, but if you eat the Word of God and you eat the book, you're going to feel and you're going to have life and you're going to feel alive. Yeah. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife and themselves from, from the presence of the Lord, God amongst the trees in the garden. And he heard the voice in the garden and God called out unto Adam and said, Where art thou? Because he was naked, he hid himself. And he said, Who told you that thou was naked? So he's already confessing. He's like, there's no wisdom in it. He's confessing that what he did was wrong already because he says, because we're naked. Hey, you didn't know you were naked until you ate that. You weren't in condemnation till you read that, till you received that, till you took that in. 
you weren't feeling bad until you put your eyes on that and you knew in your heart it's wrong. So that's when even the ministry of the the ministry of Satan is condemnation, but the condemnation will bring you back into if you have a right heart, you want it, it's it God is using these things to keep you with him. He is good and the world is bad. Not the sense of the world and people and all that, but evil because Satan is the god of this world, the, the prince of the air. So God wants to train us what to look at, what to eat, what to drink, and the way to go. And the, the Word of God is not only that, but it's a light to our feet. So the more we eat life, we see clearly. The more we eat death, we see darker. So we're still in the sense of eating, but now God has brought the tree to us in the form of Jesus Christ. Remember he said in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, and, and, and it goes on and on, and before Him nothing was made, and He said, put the tree. Then we're going to get into when Jesus said, my words are life, and they are spirit. So when you eat the Word with the Spirit, it comes together and brings life. And the voice of the Lord walked in the garden, and Adam and his wife hid himself in the, from the presence of the Lord. That's what we do all the time. When we get condemnation, we run from God instead of run to Him. See, if we really know how much He loves us, we'll run right to Him. So, so we have an identity crisis. So instead of running to the altar, we run away from... And I don't like to say church because we are a church, it doesn't matter. But we run from God and the people of God because we hide. Instead of running to Him every time we need Him, we'd, we'd get away a lot, a lot less. And we'd have a lot less condemnation. And we'd feel worse a lot more. And Satan would flee because you're resisting Him because you're submitting to God. So, so, submit to God and resist the devil. A lot of people try to resist the devil, but they're still eating at, at another table. So it's so hard to submit to something when you keep eating it. Not to submit to something when you... In other words, it's hard to submit to the right table and the right food when you keep filling yourself. It's like you're trying to lose weight, but you're eating all the wrong things. You're trying to um, eat healthy, but you're eating junk food. It's like you might want to eat healthy, but you got to actually stop eating the bad stuff and eat the good stuff. There's something you actually have to do. A lot of people will say, well, God will do it. God will get it time. No, he said, you got to do it. Jesus said, we have to eat. God doesn't force feed himself or everybody would have enough life in them and wouldn't even need to eat the word. And that's why a brother was talking about get with him and eat the word. He didn't know what we were preaching, but the Holy Spirit did. Right, Jay? Amen. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said, Where art thou? And he said in the voice, I was afraid because I was naked. I hid myself. There he told him, Who told you you were naked? How's thou eaten the tree? I commanded thee that thou should not eat. And the man said, The woman that I gave me, she gave me the tree of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is thou that hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me. The enemy tricked me, seduced me, entrapped me, tempted me, got me to do it. And God says, we always try to blame everything on the devil, but you can't blame everything on the devil when all the devil can do is get you to do what you want to do or get you to do it because we still have a choice. Now, the more we eat life, the less death will be able to take a hold of us. And he did eat. And the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this. See, a lot of people think that we're, we're cursed, but we're not cursed, but we're in a cursed world. 
Because Satan is the god of this world. So even when we got sent out, we weren't really cursed, but we were around and in the curse. Amen. It says right here, because nobody really picks this up. And the Lord God said to the servant, because you have done this, thou art cursed above the cattle. Not Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve ended up getting into heaviness, depression, all the things that were in the cursed world, they're under. But when we get born again, we can come under Christ. We can be hidden in Christ. We can be in the secret place with Christ. Right here in this cursed world whenever we want. But see, we got to eat it. We got to drink it. And we got to believe it. And we got to walk in it. And everyone says, oh, God will do it. No, God has done it. And He's given us the Word. So the more we know the Word, the more the Word becomes flesh inside of our mind. We become automatic children. People say, you know, the world has been brainwashing you since you've been born. God wants to wash your mind clean. So you want to be mind cleansed of the world and have the mind of Christ. The only way you can really have the mind of Christ, it's not somebody laying hands on you every Sunday. It's renewing yourself with the Word. Eating the Word. Eat, eat, eat. With the Spirit. Because it will bring you life. That's why it's so important what doctrine, what teachings, and things that we eat. Because if they have something else in them, it's not, it's not the Word. The Word is pure. It's simple. And it's life. There is no darkness in the Word. Because Jesus is the Word. And in Him is no darkness. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and conception, and thou shalt bring forth children, and the desire shall thy husband be, and he shall rule over you. And he said, I'll put enmity between the woman and between thy seed and her seed, and I shall, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise thy heel. And Adam said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the, your wife, and you, you ate the tree too. See, if Adam would have... Adam could have covered his wife when she did say, ah, I'm not eating that. Oh, Lord, forgive her. Take this apple, chuck it. But then God would have eventually, because God had a plan anyway, he, he needed this because if not, we would all be in the garden and no one would have a choice and it'd be just like the angels. So God created something that he could actually say, hey, you know what, Satan? You want to be like me? You want to be exalted? I, 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 you want your pride? Well, hey, you know what? I'm going to make a people. And I'm going, to, I'm going to see, I'm going to say, here I am. Choose me or choose you. I'm going to give you a people. And you're going to be in hell with them forever. God didn't make hell for the people. He made heaven in the garden for the people. But the people will choose to go to hell. Because hell was only made for Satan and his angels, one third of the angels. So that's how the whole thing is about choice. Because it says, it doesn't say what you do now. Grace isn't what you do, it's what you eat. Grace isn't uh, being baptized in water for salvation or, or, or saying a poem or even saying a prayer. It's a choice to continue and continue and continue to eat Jesus on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. That's what salvation is. He is the bread of life. The more we eat Him, the more we become Him. So... That's what salvation is. Our, okay, I might say a prayer one day, but I go back and eat from the, Satan the rest of my life. You're not prom How can you be promised life when all you eat is death? So, we need to train ourselves what to eat, and the Word renews our mind and gets us and gives us the power to become the sons of God. To them also, he said this, and I command thee, saying, Thou eat, and cursed is the ground because of that. So the ground was for see, God still... People say we're cursed, we're under, we're, we are under a curse because now we're out of the garden. Mm -hmm. 
You see what I'm saying? And we're, we're standing on a cursed ground. So, but we actually aren't. Because what God has blessed and created, he, he won't curse. He'll throw into heaven. So cursed is Satan. So you can be receiving the fruits of the curse because of what you're eating, what you're living, and how, what you're following. But you yourself is not cursed. But people say, oh, you're under... Yeah, you are under a curse. Get out. Get under Jesus. Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Amen. You know? But people want to stay in the world. Once they receive, it's still, hey, here's Satan. He's going to feed you the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and everything. And here's Jesus. Today, God sent two trees again every day to people. You want that or you want this? See, no, God's not going to send anyone to he- hell. Everyone's going to choose hell or heaven. Or, you know, New Jerusalem people get night, whatever. So here, it's all about what we eat. And Adam said, because thou hast... Let me go. um, And thou, the thorns and the curses the ground, and sorrow shall they work all the days of life. That's when we became hard labor. Tilling the ground, building houses, you know, slaves in Egypt. I mean, in the garden, you didn't need a house because you 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 lived in the glory. You didn't need clothes because you were clothed in the glory. You didn't need food because it was all around you. It was kind of like the animals, right? They didn't go, hey, man, I'm born now. I'm old enough. Oh, my goodness. Squirrel says this. Hey, you got to get some trousers on. So we were like animals. just, just, And that's why he says, do I not clothe the grass in the and, 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 and in Matthew 6, he says he wants us to be like that now in the kingdom. That he'll supply the things. Oh, yes, you need clothes now because you're in a cursed world. And we don't want to tempt anyone that's eating from the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. And so we don't want to give over that. But really, in the purity, all things are pure. So that's where God wants to get us in relationship with him. So Adam called his wife Eve and because the mother of the living. And Adam also and his wife did the Lord God make coats. So that was the first sacrifice of blood. And he clothed them with that. And the Lord God, behold, the man became to us no good and evil, unless he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Let's, let's read that again. And let he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord sent them, because he's like, I got to get them now away from the garden because the tree's still there. That's what Satan will say. God put them out now of the garden. So Satan said, it's still there. They, he wouldn't have took, put them out of the garden. They could have just kept to the tree of life and said, Oh, I know better now. But now we're back in the garden because Jesus has opened the gates and He's torn the veil that we can eat now from Him. So now we're basically back in the garden, but there's still two trees. Which tree are you eating from? See what I'm saying? Now, in, in this part, they were cast out of the garden. They couldn't even eat the tree of life. Now Jesus came and gave us a, when we go back to eat, but there's still both trees. He didn't wipe away the tree. And, and here he's like, I got to take them out of the garden until I have the second Adam come, my son, and then I'll open the garden back up for anyone who wants to dine with me again. And he drove out the man and placed him in the east garden and the cherubim. So then he had these angels block him. You can't come back here. Satan will pretend you can't go back to church because of condemnation all that, but you just kick him out of the way. I don't mean church, but I mean back to, 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 your, to Jesus, back to the altar, back to the boldly to the throne of grace. God doesn't want you whining. Go boldly for what He did for you. Satan will make you go cry back. It's okay, huh? Real humility is good, but false humility just doesn't help God. He wants to know what He did is faithful enough and that you need Him and you're weak without Him. So, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was 
Word was God, and the same in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the light was the light of men, that shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So don't tell me it doesn't matter what we eat. According to the words of life, words are life, and words are death. Revelation 10, 7-11 But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound the mystery of God, should be finished, he said, and he declared to the servants of the prophets, and the voice which I heard from heaven spoke unto me again, and said, Go and take the little book, which is open in his hand, and the angel which stand upon the sea and upon the earth. And he went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto him, and God says, if you ask for the Holy Spirit, if you ask for the Word of God, am I going to give you a serpent? Am I going to give you a stone? No, I'm going to give you bread. So he's like, give me the book. You've got to say, give me the Word, God. Give me what I need to eat, God. Give it to me. Give it to me. He doesn't, because you've you got to be hungry. You've got to be thirsty. He said, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, which is Him, in Christ is the righteousness. It's not our righteousness, it's filthy righteousness. So we eat and we, we, we obtain His righteousness in the inward parts. So, he said, so take the little book out of the angel's hands and he ate it. And it was in his mouth as honey. And as soon as he had eaten it, his belly was bitter. And he said unto me, thou must prophesy... Again, before many people and nations, tongues, and kings. God wants us to be so filled with eating His Word that we prophesy it. He wants us to be living epistles. Living epistles. Not dead religious people that quote scriptures, but it's not living water. Living water means you speak the Word of God because you're so filled and transformed with God, it just comes out. And people, you don't have time to try to make people, where is it? It's in there somewhere. You find it. Because you are speaking as a prophetic voice into the nations, into the air. Because you eat, the book is inside of you. Amen. So, eating. So, let's see. I got, here. I got, here I got this right here, right? So, I got to open it. It might be tough sometimes to get the, the Bible might be like on way up on the third shelf. And you know, you might have to get a ladder. So, uh, okay, you get it. You might have, open it up. And then, you know, you get the... Here you go, we got some nuts and some, and you, you got to put it in your mouth and you eat it. Mm. Chew it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. A little bit, you know, a little water, but I don't have that here, but. And you get a little water, a little living water. Maybe get, someone give me some water. <laughs> some living water. Okay, right? And you digest it. You take it in. A lot of people don't eat the Word. They're just eating everything else. And then he said, thank you. And then you drink the living water. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> Anyone want to finish these? No? Okay. okay, so, right? And what is it? It it makes you live. Well, you are spirit. So the word, the food you eat, you might not even see it because you can't see the spirit. But you got to feed that spirit. You see? So... And you gotta digest it, and you gotta, your spirit knows, and if you don't, if I don't eat this or drink water, how long can we go without drinking water in the natural? God made all these natural things so we can actually understand the spiritual things. So if I stop drinking this, I'm gonna die. Well, if I stop drink, drinking the living water, my, my spirit will die out, because it needs, it needs just like, the, it was first, first it was 
It's the natural in the Old Testament when Jesus becomes the spiritual man that we become. And there's nutrients in this that helps us grow. Well, our spirit grows. Our spirit's perfect. It's It's the flesh we need to get rid of. So what does Jesus say the word is? He says it's bread. And that's one of the big, big breads of filler. It's got the things we eat. It's like bread is something you can really, you know, eat a while on. It's got grains and stuff that God put on the earth to feed us. He said he's, the word is the living water. He even said it was blood. So, right, right remember the, the Bible says there's no life without the blood. So the life of Christ is the blood. And he said my words are life. So we need to make that number one in our life before even this. And that's why we fast sometimes so we can get our, our house in order because we're doing so much of this, we forget the other. And this is just a demonstration of anything that we do in the flesh. So let's go to John 6. And after these things, Jesus went over to Galilee, which is the sea at Tiberias. And it was great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did. Them that were diseased. A lot of people are doing that today. They just follow and go to church for the miracles, not for the bread. And Jesus went up into the mountain and he sat, or for what God can do for them, because the miracles help people, the healings help people. So there's, let's seek God because of what we can do for us, not so I can live. But we got to seek Jesus so we can live. So we got to understand our spirit, man, is the most important thing that we have to take care of on this earth right now. And Jesus went up to the mountain and he sat with his disciples in the Passover, the feast, and the Jews was not. And when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said unto him, Philip, once you shall we go by bread, that these may eat. And this is, he said, to prove him, for he himself knew he would do. Philip answered him, two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. And Simon I'm going to jump here. So we remember the story of the loaves and the, right, the multiplication. So he fed them naturally to show them what he wants to do spiritually. Let's jump to um, verse 14. Then those men that had been and saw the miracles said, This is a true prophet that is coming to the world. Jump to verse 22. The day following when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none but other boat saved. And he entered in and his disciples into the boat and they gone away alone. And how about it came Tiberius and the Lord thanking him. Jesus said, Neither his disciples that they took shipping, uh, shipping and came to Capernaum seeking Jesus. And they found him on the other side of the sea. Rabbi, when cometh thou here? Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto you, not because of the miracles, but because you did eat the loaves and were filled. He's saying, Because I filled you. He was talking about the word. Labor not for the meat that perished. Labor not for the things that satisfy the flesh. Labor not, he's saying right here, which perished, but that the meat which endureth to everlasting life. So we can add that to the list too, meat. But he's, we're going to get into that because he says, Eat my flesh. Which is the Son of Man shall give unto you? For him God the Father has sealed. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God that you believe. That's the work, believe. No, no other work. Believe on him who sent you. They said unto him, What sign will you show us may us see and believe thee? 
What does that work? Our fathers did eat men in the desert. They did eat the manna. As it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, Moses gave you not the bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. See, that might have came from heaven or manifested, but Jesus said, I, that was a sign that I'm going to come from heaven and you got to eat me. So when you eat me, the Word, the Spirit, the bread of life, you'll have life. He said, it's been all about me since the beginning. Even in the garden, in the two trees, it was me. You start you either eat me then, the tree of life. He says, I am the, I have the word, and my words are life. In the beginning was the word, the word was God, the word was with God, right? We just went over all that. So Jesus is the word, and he says, my words are life, and those that eat them will have life. So he's saying, all the stuff that was done with most of us was just about me. To get people at, at the at, at, and the new after I came on the earth to receive me and eat my words, he said that the word that your spirit will eat these words. And Jesus answered and said to them, "This work of God, believe on me." And Jesus said, "Verily, verily, that Moses gave you bread from from heaven, but the Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is He which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world." Then said they unto him, "Lord, every one." Give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. For he that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you, that you also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast him out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will, which hath sent me, that all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up in the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one that sees me, the Son, and believeth on him, may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up in the last day. The Jews murmured at him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Sounds kind of crazy, but we see it now. Imagine back then when they didn't have the Holy Ghost. And it's like, what is this guy talking about? You're the bread from heaven. You're a man. You're son of Joseph, carpenter. Son, now you're... I mean, imagine. We, we're all like, I can't believe the Pharisees. I can't believe them. And just imagine some guy coming on the scene. But the Spirit was testifying with the good people of the good hearts. And we have now. But just like now, people do that and they get followers to the masses. There's false Christ all over. There's a guy in Brazil. Has someone seen him? He's got like all these people. They carry him in the thing, you know, like the Pope. You saw it? Yeah, they're all over. But that guy doesn't have anything but death. Because Jesus is the bread of life. Everything was for Jesus. No man come to me except my Father. Here it is. Has sent him, sent me, draw him. Nobody can come to the Father, but the Father draws him. And I'll raise him up in the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall be taught of God. Every man, therefore, that has heard and has learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is God, he seen the Father. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. 
This is the bread cometh from heaven, that a man may eat, therefore, and not die. There it is, the tree of life in the garden. He said, eat from that tree. Jesus is here now. And now that we know Him, He's like, eat this, don't eat that. That's why doctrine is so important. That's why the Word must line up. Because if the doctrine's off, or it's not come from, it'll get us confused, and we'll stop really eating because we're not free. Or we'll, we'll, we'll come in out of fear. We won't even eat freely. We'll throw it up, or we'll, someone will... And it says that the Word is sown in good ground, and, and there's a parable about even the Word, and, and, and talks about the birds coming in, and on, on the hard heart, so the, the Word will help you get your heart right, so you can receive the Word, it all works together, it's life, it's life, it's life, it just keeps long. It'll, it'll, it'll cut off the cares, because the Word is a sword, so it cuts the, all the choking weeds off your life, so you can grow strong. So the Word does that too. It's also a sword. And the Word it also talks about the one that was uh, sown in good ground though. But then the one that they, they receive it. A lot of people do that. Oh yeah, I want to go to heaven. Oh yeah, I'll say a prayer. But they hear the Word and with gladness they love the, the good news. But they don't continue to eat. And the enemy comes and, and steals the Word. So salvation is a continuously eating of the tree of life. Just like if Adam and Eve were still in the garden and they didn't eat that one tree, they'd be eating that tree and they'd still be there. for, And they'd still be naked and they'd be in the glory. God wants us to be naked in the glory with Him, not with natural clothes, but in our transparency of His goodness and our trust in Him that we don't come ashamed that He died on the cross that we can boldly go to the throne, to the throne of grace knowing that we are His sons and daughters and He's done it all for us on the cross and in that we can eat the bread of life continuously Amen. and not die. That is our His plan and that is our prophetic word for everyone that will eat of Him today that we will have eternal life and we will live with Him forever because Jesus is the bread from heaven. So the Word is that important and what we do eat because your spirit is eating something because it's up to you to receive something in your spirit. That's why people have contaminated spirits because they have had contaminated spiritual food because the spirit receives not of the natural elements but of the spiritual elements. That's why Satan goes there to, to give you all this um, science, new age, this, this, the man's wisdom, all the things that, that our, our body takes in. But if it's not of the, of the sound doctrine of Jesus Christ, if it's not of the, of, the, of, the, of the oracles of the Holy Spirit and the Word cleanly, then it's, we don't need it. We just need Him. He said, I am the bread of life and I am the Word. There's many words, but Jesus is the Word. Verily I say unto you, you believe in it has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna and die in the wilderness. I am the bread that comes from heaven. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give... See, we say, well, we're all living forever because... Right? Yeah. Some people will die forever. Because when you go to hell, you're dead, but you're... You will be forever. It's are you going to live forever or are you going to die forever? Because there's no just not existing anymore because that's not how God created. So we have, this is the doctrine of life. This is the words of life. We're going to live forever because we're receiving Him. And it's so great that He's given us that He's already drawn us. That's the, we're already in a great place because now we just got to eat. Eat, 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 eat them up. Every little crumb. 
Every little last bit of him. I am the bread that gives, and that I will give is my flesh. The cross. The gospel. He gave it all on the, on the cross. And I will give for you the life of the world. The Jews therefore stove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us flesh to eat? This Then Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you shall have... He's talking about the Spirit, receiving the gospel, receiving what Jesus did on the cross, and that nothing can take that from you, that he died for you, that he loves you. But if you start believing and eating something else, that you got to even the law and got to work and do this and get baptized and... I mean, get baptized in water, but these things don't make you saved. It's eating him, relationship, in communion. He wants to feed your spirit. So we need to deny our flesh, mortify the deeds of our flesh so we can eat and be healthy in the spirit and strong. So then the stronger we get, the spiritual realm, we take over. We take control. Satan will no longer have dominion over us because you are so submitted to God and you're so... Jesus didn't mess with... uh, Satan didn't mess with Jesus too often. He he was tempted in the wilderness, but man, he's like, that guy, why am I going to waste my time? He knows who he is. He knows he came from heaven. Do you know you come from heaven now too? And then I want you to find that one song about um, the word from heaven. Sons and daughters, something, something. And we are the living word. So the more we, our spirit man grows, the more our flesh dies. And we pick up our cross. And we're one with him. So he said this, and I'm almost done. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwell with in me, and I am in him. There's that covenant there's that um in christ right in the cleft of the rock in the old testament he is the rock and the water came out of the rock right speak to the rock speak to your god and he'll give you water you can't ignore him all the time and think you're gonna not be thirsty you're gonna go satisfy yourself in broken cisterns that never run dry or dirty canal water that's stagnant full of religiosity and man's wisdom and manipulation from man. Everything that man has, because your knowledge is puffed up and you know all this stuff, but you're dying in the spirit. And that's what religion will do. You'll die and you'll give God a little bit of your time and you're not eating nothing but what, what the crumbs that fall off his table because you're nothing but a, 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 a considered a God. Nothing. You want to feast with him. He has a whole feast. And he says, I prepared a table before you in the presence of my enemies come and dying. Eat the lamb, the lamb, the feast, the fatty lamb. It's so good. And he wants you to see it like this as eating. Because when you do that, because the thing is, you get your spirit strong. All the things you're going through, all the things Satan's doing, he's not going to have that power over you anymore. Because it's a spiritual realm that's messing with you. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but spirits and principality in high places. And Satan is the prince of this air. So a lot of times you're fighting people or they're so connected to the prince of the air, God might, the devil might be using them, but if you're so connected to God, he won't even be able to connect and mess with your spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. And the bread that came down from heaven. Okay. And Jesus knew himself and that his disciples murmured and said, when was, okay, I lost my place once. And the bread that came down from heaven. And his disciples heard this and said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear this? It's like, this is hard. Well, the word sometimes it seems hard. I can't do that. I can't hear that. And we close our ears. God's not making, he's just saying, receive it. Swallow it. Eat it. 
And when, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured, he said unto them, Does this offend you? What shall you see that when you see the Son of Man descending? He was before it in the spirit that quickened the flesh profits nothing. The words, here we go again, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That's it right there. They are spirit and they are life. But they are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were, and they believed not, and they should betray him. And he said unto them, You that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him by the Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no, no more. See, when you're getting the real word of God, many people won't walk. It's too hard. The word of God's too hard. I got to do this. He's like, I'm not asking you to do I'm just asking you to eat. And trust me, and, and like, religion's easy. You eat what you want, take a little bit from that, that church, little that, and decide what you like, and you make your own walk. But the word of life, it, it, it directs your path, and you have to follow it, because if you don't, you start eating something else, and you get... So it's, it seems hard, but it really isn't, because Jesus said, my burden is light, and my yoke is easy. Come. And sup with me. He says, come and drink and eat and feast of me. Come. And he's asking some of you today to come. Amen. And at that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. They weren't just following him for the These were disciples. I mean, they were actually taking notes. They were coming to church and taking notes. But boy, the, the, you know, I'm going to really have to do this word. I'm going to have to eat it all the time. I'm going to have to live it. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to think it. I'm going to sleep on it. Oh, I'm out of here. I, I'll go back to the, you know, to the... I won't mention any denominations, but I'll go back there. I'm not going to be one of those disciples that Jesus actually wants me to become just like him. Because the more you eat, someone once said before, you are what you eat. Well, in the kingdom of God, you will become what you eat. You eat of him, he wants you to be just like him. He said that, then to we all fall into the manifestation of the sons of God. It's Christ in us, the hope of glory. And then Simon Peter said, Lord, where will we go? This needs to be our attitude. You want to get that song ready? This needs to be our attitude. Lord, where do we go? You have the words of life. Lord, where do we eat? You have the words of life. What else can I do? I know too much now. I've been too far. I've got too much knowledge. I can't turn back now. So give me some more bread. Give me some more flesh. Give me a cup of that blood and let me drink it. Because you know what? That's my life. Now that I know this, it's going to be so much harder. So we got to know the Word. And then when we know the Word, we walk in the Word. And we walk in the Word, we see again. Because the Word is a light to our feet. His words are life. And Jesus said to them, I have not chosen, I have not, I chosen, didn't I choose you twelve? And one of you is a devil. And he spoke at Judas Iscariot, the one that would betray him. And that's only in chapter 6. That goes way further. The guy never got it, got a hold of that. You know, kept telling him, warning him. We've got to be careful. Keep our heart right, because you won't even receive anymore once you get a heart and heart. Put that song on, and this is just going to be if you need any prayer, but just receive him as the bread of life. He is everything we need. He is our satisfaction. He's, he is the... The pearl of great price. Without Him, nothing was made. And in Him, we have our being and we live. Apart from Him, it says we can do nothing. It's really simple. It's really not... I don't know how people even ask. Is it, do we really have a choice? But God gives us one. But really, there's really no choice. Life or death. 
And you know what blows my mind? So many people continue every day to choose death. Because Satan messes with their mind. Or their flesh rules them. He said, in the world, your God is your belly. But make Jesus your God today. Father, I ask you to make us hungry, God. Father, make us so hungry and thirsty. Even encounter us, God, that we will be so much hungry and thirsty because you're so good and because you showed up and you're showing us and your word's coming alive and we're eating. Bring us back to our first love. And he's healing. He's got healing in his wings. I don't want to eat doctors of man, doctors of devils. I want to eat your living, your living bread. And he'll help you. He'll feed you. And if you're a baby, he'll baby feed you until you 